Yeah, they say they want this more science, so I'ma give it to them. Islamism, no illusions when I'm interviewing. Know what I'm doing, no confusion, I ain't in the cooning. I'm in the moving units, out here starting revolutions. In love with shooters, making masterminds out the goonies. I got them booming, out here zooming on the plane of soul. I tell them, take me to the grove, they like Islam mode. I'm letting them know this not a show, this all systems go. It's two cells, one man, both high and low. I'm so spiritual, the indigo spit a vibe. I'm so lyrical, a miracle that I survive. It's still my five to the four, I can see him coming. Plus my angel got the angle with the engine running. It's all justice, freedom, peace, truth, and love. the time I wouldn't pay you any mind put my best foot forward in every verse and every line I used to dream I used to pray about the day that I get signed until the truth about this business just blew my mind I swear to God I used to think all I needed was a skill high verse catchy hook Dope look, then get a deal I used to love the rock and sold out show just for the thrill until the real was revealed to my spirit like Jabril while my yeah yeah yeah, all praise yeah. due to a lie, to a lie, and honors to, to the last to prophet in these days and times. Days and times. That's true, Ali. 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 Question where these lessons are coming from. And North of Maxim still flexing, dancing to the drums. They going dumb like, bruh, we ain't think you come. From out of heaven, throw up the seven, sliding through the slums. Go one on one with my day. Hey. All right, peace, peace, Moors. We're going to get this started right now. Okay, Islam. So, first and foremost, we're going to get this started, but, um, we always rise, giving the highest praise to the Most High, our Father God alive. We extend honors to our divine prophet, Noble Drew Ali, for bringing us our divine creed and nationality so that we may learn to love instead of hate. We also extend honors to the forerunner, to the prophet, our dear brother, Marcus Mosiah Garvey, for preparing the way for our prophet. And on this holy day, we also extend honors to all the faithful out there, all the Moorish American Muslims. Um, we honor you, all you light bringers watching right now. We also ask that you hit the like button and share this video, help to get this information out here. We're going to go ahead and speak on Moors that are out here misrepresenting the movement and why they need to cease and desist. It's like, it's a must. Okay, it's a must. Um, they don't realize they can bring harm to the movement. So we want to get that out. And just because some may may not know any better they may be doing it in error so we want to point some of the things out that people are doing so that those who aren't purposely doing it can correct themselves and get in alignment with our profit so we have to put this out you guys need to click like and share to help 
get this information out. People need to know this. So you're listening to the True and Living Lightbringer. More than America is always. I'm your brother, Lloyd Douglas L., also known as Sharif Ali here. We are uncovering and bringing glorious light to all issues pertinent to the Moorish American paradigm. This is definitely pertinent. So it needs to be spoken on today. That's what we do here on this podcast known as the Moors in America. I'm having a great afternoon. Hopefully you are too. So one last time I asked if you wouldn't mind, please share this and um, don't go anywhere. We're coming right back. We have a couple, uh, a couple um, announcements for you to see. Check this out. There's a Moorish American company selling fezzes. Moorish American owned and operated. Definitely go and support that. Spending power, but we still sit at a deficit. Living amongst prejudice, even at our residence. Moors in America, flourishing, excellent. Let's buy up some neighborhoods and grow my own president. Yeah. And I come to you today with all intentions of spreading love, truth. Peace, 
Justice. All right, Islam Moors. Um, one more time. Um, just want to bring in a word from our sponsors. Everybody, make sure you go and support. Um, check out the artists that you saw in the beginning of this broadcast, and make sure you support our sponsors. And on that note, we we get it started right now, Moors. Don't go anywhere. want to thank everybody for coming so let me pull up the screen share just want to um speak so today want to speak about more is this misrepresenting the movement with the focus really on people putting out false information faulty information um halfway you know fugazi information not even trying to knock it uh, you know and especially like it's nothing personal coming to anyone in particular but um full disclosure right I was inspired by this post. Um, there's a brother on my Facebook um, who put out this post just the other day saying, and this doesn't have to do with the topic, but this is where it came. this came from, just so you understand the nature of what this is about. The brother put out a disclaimer or a decry, decree for everyone, for the community saying, do not use Larry Hoover's name or pics on social media unless you've been asked by my family. Leave Larry alone and let Larry come home. So, like, you know, this is the family of, of that man um, speaking out, saying, stop using his name and pictures. Stop speaking about him. Right? Stop speaking about him. And it's been shared a lot of times, 102 shares. It's important for him to put this out because of what's going on with, um, I think that's his uncle, you know, what's going on with him. He's trying to um, get get out of prison, right? And there's a lot of people saying all types of things about him, and he just wanted to put that out there, like tell the people to stop. And so just once again, coming back to this, the reason I shared this is because he he's trying to clarify. He's like, you know, he understands people that may be saying free Larry Hoover, but the ones that are saying all this extra stuff, please stop. And he's saying this because he's saying you might actually hurt his campaign for justice, right? He said, peace and love, humble gratitude all to all our loved ones who support our family's freedom and justice campaign for my uncle Larry. All right. And so they, they want people to know they appreciate them, but also if you're 
saying anything other than just simple free Larry Hoover or pray for Larry Hoover, please keep it limited to only that. We don't need explainers. They don't need people going off and making up their own thing, saying all these extra things because it's actually hurting the movement It's hurting what he's, what they're doing, right? People still associating him with the gang activity when they're about growth and development, right? They don't want anything to do with that. And he's telling people, cause he's like, you literally are hurting the campaign. And this is a family member saying this, right? So this of course has nothing to do with the Morris divine, but I'm going to say we're making a video to everybody. So um, I'm not going to read this whole message, but this is where it came from. You know, it's kind of like he's putting this out there because there's people, especially now, there's a lot of people talking about Larry Hoover, people making up things about him, saying all types of things, some stuff that just sounds like incredible, like way out there. And he's saying, stop, stop, please. No disrespect, but you need to stop. That's what the brother's saying. Okay, and so the reason why we're putting this post out here is in alignment is 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 similar in um, idea, you know, to where why he had to put that out. It's because with the Moorish divine national movement, with what the prophet Noble Drew Ali created for us, what he established is pure. It's actually pure. It can't be attacked. There's nothing wrong with it. But you have people on the Internet, you have people all over the place who make up their own things, who have their own ideology. And that's fine. You can do whatever you want. You can think whatever you want. But when you try to mix it in with what the prophet created, now you're dirtying it up. Now you're opening it up to attack. You're even opening the movement up to attack. And real briefly, I want to touch on this. Um, Before we do that, though, I want to say Islam to everybody. Islam. And happy holy day to everybody. Everybody said hello, Islam. I, I see that and I appreciate you all. Thank you for watching. And I know y'all hitting the share button, right? Everybody that's watching, please make sure you hit like and share. Okay, so I want to thank you all for coming here and showing love. Make sure you hit like and share it because I feel like this message is really important. It needs to get out there because people need to know. Some people may honestly not realize that they are spreading false information. And so we want to clear up what's real and what's not. So that those who are sincere, who don't want to bring the movement, you know, into a, a bad light, who don't want to, you know, to um, to misrepresent it, can know that they're doing that and they can stop. And then the ones who are still doing it, you know, I mean, like, basically now, you know, they're full of it, Right. So we want to put that out there. And so first off, um, before we really get into this, we're going to go to the words from our prophet, Noble Drew Ali. Okay. So there's um, people who aren't in the temple. You don't even notice, right? We have certain decrees that are read out or certain proclamations that are read all the time, just so that there's no confusion for those who truly follow the prophet of what the movement's about. All right. And um, first, we're just going to read Prophet warns all Muslims to be read in every meeting. And um, you know what? Yeah, yeah, we'll read the whole thing. So I hereby inform all members that they must end all radical speeches while at work in their homes or on the streets. Now, a lot of people already breaking that because they're speaking radical. 
they're talking bad about people of different ethnic backgrounds, right? And it's like, if that's how you feel, you know, if you harbor hatred in your heart for other people, I mean, that's too bad, you know, for you, but you shouldn't be speaking like that. Just out of, you know, out of, you know, um, common sense, basically, you shouldn't even talk like that. There's people who are racist as hell who know now not to say stuff because they'll get fired. So you shouldn't speak like that anyway. And so speaking radical to be talking bad about other people, you know, saying things about people of European descent, but also speaking against the countries, being anti-government. We're not about that. We're not out here speaking radical. So you shouldn't be doing it at all. Why? And once again, we're going to the words from our prophet to be read at every meeting. Why? Because we are for peace and not destruction. We're not radical. We're not out here rioting. We would never riot. Peaceful protests within, you know, lawful bounds, fine. Nothing wrong with that, but it would have to be in a structured, organized way. We're not about rioting. We're, not, we're for peace, not destruction. We're not anti-government because our ancestors are the creators of civilization. We can't be anti-government. Stop flashing your cards at Europeans. It causes confusion, right? We haven't even fully established ourselves to the point where people would even know what you're doing, right? So stop flashing it. It's just causing confusion. So you have people that are, you know, flashing the cards. This is just ridiculous. This is not what the prophet brought. This is not what we're about. Um, Then, of course, remember, your card is for what? your salvation failure to obey these orders will be of severe consequence all right and so we're giving divine orders we're giving divine instructions from the prophet you must follow these in order to be successful you must be faithful in order to be successful all right this is these are the laws of of faithfulness this is how it works you have to be faithful in order to receive the blessing in order for Allah to bless you, to to make you fruitful, to make you be prosperous. You have to honor and and be faithful. This is how it works. Um, If we go into the Bible in Matthew 25, verse 21, it says, his Lord said unto him, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. Okay. And so by being faithful, Right. God says, I will make thee ruler over many things. So in being faithful, you you will receive the blessing. You will be prosperous. So those who are not being faithful, we have divine instructions from the prophet. So if you're out here doing all these things, you done already messed up a bunch of times. You're out here being radical. You, you, you know, you're, you're flashing cards, selling cards, right, doing all types of stuff. That we're not supposed to be doing. If you honor the prophet and follow these divine instructions from Allah, you will be blessed beyond measure. You'll be prosperous. And this is how the prophet was able to get the movement up and running and make it prosper in such a short amount of time because he honored Allah and he he was faithful. So those who are not faithful, that's why they're not prospering as well. So let's go back in here. So um, going back to warns uh, all Muslims. We are for what? The divine principles, love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. And when these principles are violated, justice must then take its course. Okay? So any member or group of members, excuse me, who hold malicious feelings towards the temple or the prophet, 
or violate the divine covenant of the Moorish movement will receive their reward from Allah for their unjust deeds. All right, so you got people that's out there talking bad about the temple, even some that are crazy enough to talk bad about the prophet, and they're claiming to be Moors, which is ridiculous. Makes no sense because nobody was out here moving like the prophet, establishing our communities, our nation, and then teaching and giving us the vehicles to be successful. So you, everyone should honor the prophet. All true Moors will and must obey the law laid down to them by their prophet. All true Moors. Once again, we have to get in line. If they lose confidence in their prophet, they should turn in their card and button, cease wearing their turban and fez, and return to the state where I, the prophet, find you. Now, you got a lot of people who don't have faith in the prophet. They don't. They don't have confidence in them. But they don't want to turn in their you know, card and button. They don't want to cease wearing their turban and fez. They don't want to return to the state of being a Negro, of being an African-American, whatever they call themselves now, foundational black Americans. I, there, there was one dude who like always used to be in the Moorish movement. And, and like now I guess he's calling himself a ADOS, American descendant of slaves or foundational black American, whatever, you know, but most people won't be like that. They won't turn in their card and button, right? They won't cease wearing their turban and fez and return to the state. They're just gonna keep trying to push things that have nothing to do with the movement. So this has to be put out there. So this is a holy and divine movement founded by the prophet Noble Ali. And if the prophet is not right, the temple is not right. So those who don't want to listen to these divine instructions, you'll have problems. You will continue to have problems. If you want to prosper, you must hold true, be faithful to these divine instructions from Allah. And your prosperity is guaranteed just for being faithful. The prophet, therefore, is sending out the divine plea to all Moorish Americans that they do their part in protecting their prophet in the temple. This is an everlasting movement founded by the prophet through the will of Allah to redeem his people from their sinful ways. Peace, noble Drew Ali. So we must protect the prophet in the temple. There are those out there who, you know, maybe it's through ignorance. They don't know any better. And that's why they're doing these things that go directly against what the prophet brought but it has to be addressed because these people must cease we have to protect the temple so some people are even opening it up to harm's way making it open to attack and wrongfully so because we don't stand on the things that many of these people are out here promoting all right islam 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 and that's that's what we're about i mean if you really want to know what we are about um, is very simple, right? We are trying to uplift fallen humanity. Come and link yourselves with the family of nations. We honor all the true and divine prophets. All right, those are actually, that's actually a quote. That's from the prophet. All right, so, you know, this is it. Come and link yourselves with the family of nations. Not trying to put other people down or act like we're superior. We're coming back into the family of nations because we know that we had been reduced to chattel um slavery status that we we basically had subhuman status so we're coming back in we honor all the true and divine prophets we're not out here trying to talk bad about anyone or put anyone else down okay and and we're definitely not out here trying to put the temple um in a position where it could be attacked right that's the last thing we want to do is to cause harm so um i do want to talk on that but also i saw a uh, sister had a question in the chat um speaking about the fez right 
So you're saying your grandfather had one of these and you want to know what. Okay, so you want to know about this. So the fairs that you see on the Prophet Noble Drew Ali's head on this, uh, the divine constitution and bylaws that's on the screen. For us, it's not just a hat. For others, it is a hat, but for us, it's our national headdress. And this is something that the Prophet Noble Drew Ali returned to us, the fez and the turban. These are our national headdresses. And it's important because we had literally been removed from the family of humans when the Europeans came over here. And um, this with this divine constitution being up here, it's perfect. If you actually go to Act 6, Act 6 says, with us, all members must proclaim their nationality. And we are teaching our people their nationality and their divine creed, that they may know that they are part and partial of this said government. Why is that important? Because um, we didn't have our divine creed. We had been put under someone else's religion, right? Someone gave us a religion and they acted like they civilized us. They acted as if we didn't have a religion before that. We were just savages, which we weren't. We were civilized. Didn't matter if they encountered us here in the Americas since we were here before the Europeans or if they encountered us in the in in Africa, you know, the people who were actually brought over here um, via the slave trade. Right. It didn't matter where they found us. We were civilized. Not only that, but our ancestors had civilized the Europeans. But those people who civilized um, Europe were not Christians. They were Moors and they practiced Islam. Okay, so this divine creed was returned to us for our earthly and divine salvation. So we have to give it's part of the, you know, the ritual that we were put in. We must now return it back, give Christianity back to the European while we are returning to our divine creed for our earthly and divine salvation. And then also in that it includes our line of descent. We are Moorish Americans. All right. And um, as Moorish Americans, we descend from the creators of civilization. We had schools, pyramids, which were actually schools, universities all over the planet, okay? And by returning to this and then now civilizing ourselves and doing the work to subdue our own lower selves, we are returning to our own nature. And we are coming back into our divine covenant with the creator. And so coming back into this, uh, we're learning our nationality and divine creed that may, we may know, excuse me, they may know that they are part and partial of this said government and know that they are not Negroes, colored folks, black people, or Ethiopians. Why? Those names were given to us by Europeans, right? To disconnect us from who we truly were. And they not only they give us these nicknames, but they legally define those names as referring to a people who started at slavery literally right if you look even even well if you look into the past you see this several negro acts and christian um black codes you'll see that the negro had no he had very little to no rights and you'll also see that he starts his slavery but this is even still true today in how it's defined now it's more tricky but when you look at the the federal um race codes and you see how the african-american black person is defined they descend from the enslaved african still to this day so nothing's really changed right so we know that we are not negroes colorful black people or ethiopians because these names were given to slaves by slaveholders in 79 and last 60 during slavery new on all proclaimed their free 
national name to be recognized by the government in which they live in the nations of the earth. This is why the why Allah, the great God of the universe, ordained noble Jurali, the prophet, to redeem his people from their sinful ways. This is why we honor the prophet. This is why you can't leave this out. No one else did this. The Moorish Americans are the descendants of the ancient Moabites whom inhabited the northwestern and southwestern shores of Africa. Okay, so Islam, 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 Sheik, Islam to all the Moors in here. Happy Holy Day. So this is why we honor the prophet and this is why you can't leave this out. And this is why also we have to put this out there to address those who are misrepresenting the movement. You can't misrepresent the Moorish divine and national movement because it is truly divine. It's pure. What the prophet brought is pure. So different ideologies and things that people have, you know, not knocking it once again, but that's your specific ideology. But you have people out here who are literally um, touting these things as if this is officially what it means to be Moorish American. They're teaching these things. They're selling stuff. I mean, they're, you know, moving in a way that could open the movement up to attack because if these people are name dropping the prophet, which they do, I've heard several people do it. They name drop the prophet. They sound like they know what they're talking about. And that's opening the entire movement up to attack. So it needs to be a separation. It needs to be understood, you know, and these people need to also, you know, be strong enough to stand on their own and say, hey, I get it. I understand. I'm doing my own thing. There's nothing wrong with that. Everyone can think for themselves. You know, you can do your own thing. For those who choose to follow the prophet who really believe that Allah sent us, raise one up from amongst us, speaking our language, right, to help get us back in alignment with uh with divine will and to help us come back into our divine covenant we follow the prophet we stick to the laws that the prophet gave us and there's nothing wrong with that just like the people who want to freestyle and do their own thing there's nothing wrong with that but don't mix it do not mix it you must stand on your own you must have integrity if you're trying to mix it it seems like now you're willingly you're trying to open it up to attack okay because what we have is pure, man. We are trying to uplift fallen humanity. What? There's no way to attack that. There's nothing wrong with that. But people who are genuinely, you know, don't understand that you're you're spreading things or that you're the things that you've been learning about have nothing to do with the movement. Now it's time to come back and get right. Okay. So we're gonna discuss some of these things just to clear it up. And um, Islam just want to make sure that those who are sincere get the message so that we can stop the spread of ignorance. One other reason why I wanted to bring this up was because there was someone who had asked a question about being sovereign, right? And like, and it's like, look, the only sovereign is the creator, Allah. That's it. That's it. The only sovereign is the creator. And, um, for us, Moors, true Moors, there's no confusion about that. But you have uh, Moors who have been spreading this information that has nothing to do with what our prophet brought us. And so that's why a lot of people automatically just associate that with um, being a Moor. It has nothing to do with being a Moor. Nothing. Matter of fact, the people who spread, originally spread this ideology, this sovereign citizen stuff i don't even want to say that word but the ones who originally spread that ideology many of them were of european well not only of european descent but were practicing white supremacy 
okay and i can actually prove that to you um let me pull up some of the slides I actually spoke on this before and um i can prove to you why you should have nothing to do with that if you are a true more okay let me see uh so just to give you some clues on what i'm speaking about you can look up this name william potter gale right William Potter Gale um, helped popularize a lot of the information that people were spreading. Okay. And um, in doing so, um, a lot of the rhetoric that you hear people talking about, even in, to this day, that has nothing to do with being a more. They're actually quoting this guy word for word. Okay, and so this is just one more example of why this this stuff has nothing to do with us. We shouldn't even be parroting this information, right? The people who originally were um, spreading that type of ideology, that was their own way of striking out against the government. That was their own way of fighting for power against the people in government. Once again, something that had nothing to do with us, nothing to do with us. Uh, one more thing. Uh, not sure. You know what? I was going to share this. I, I don't want to put this on there, but uh, hang on, Morris. Bear with me. Okay, so can't find the uh, information I was looking for, but just going back to that, you know, anything you hear sovereign has nothing to do with us. Nothing. Period. All right. We understand that the creator is the only sovereign. All right. And then nations, entire nations, yes, can claim that status. But, you know, as a, a fragmented people, we still have a lot of work to do really to get to the point where we're providing our own food when, you know, secure our own our water source and everything. But we have total um, autonomy, you know, control over our destiny. So we have a lot of work to do before Moors can even <laughs> really say assert that our nation even is sovereign right we're working to get to that point okay but definitely not at, in, at an individual level nobody should even be saying that right so um just going back into here um just in the wording though of the divine constitution right it says with us all members must proclaim okay once again in act seven all members must promptly attend their meetings. Why we have we have our own ritual, we have our own customs <coughs> that are being returned to us. These are actually free national standards. So just the fact that we as Moorish American Muslims, we all honor our holy day. We're all supposed to be doing something. Today's a holy day. If you're more and you're not going to a holy day meeting, there's a problem. Right. If you if you busy, if you're in the club Friday, but you're not going to Holy Day, mean there's a problem. If you don't even have time for that, it's too boring for you. There's a problem. Sunday school, you're not there. There's a problem. These are our free national standards. This is part of what makes you an official more. Moorish American. OK, we have a prophet who came and delivered our holy book and our laws to us established our free national standards so it's not just putting on the fez the free national head i mean the the national headdress right no we have standards so on the holy day if you're a true moorish american you're a muslim okay 
And that's regardless of whatever spiritual beliefs and ideologies you may have, because as a Moorish American Muslim, we honor all true and divine prophets. We're returning back to the source. We're not copying anyone else. So it's like there, there should be no conflict from a religious point of view. So, <coughs> excuse me, it's Moorish Americans. <coughs> we have the free national standard. So we, on Holy Day, everybody should be at their meeting. That should already be understood. All members must promptly attend their meetings and become not only that, but also you see the and become a part and partial of all uplifting acts of the Moorish Science Temple of America. So whatever the up whatever the uplifting acts are, we're supposed to be participating in it, right? We're supposed to be working to build our nation because the uplifting acts, um, we, um, last, uh, I think like two weeks ago, we were on here looking at some articles. We had an old article up from the Moorish guide that showed the prophet declaring that each temple should have at least one or two businesses, right? Declaring that the temples had, um, Many of the temples had grocery stores, right? And then different other types of businesses. And so this is um, being brought up right now because that's part of the uplifting acts because our prophet made it known to us that from our perspective, the opening of businesses, increasing our economic um, base, making our economics stronger is a part of our religion, okay? And it's of the utmost importance and it's it's not people aren't um aren't adhering to this as strongly as they should be so this is a part of our religion we must promote <clears throat> economic security and once again that's from our prophet so in connection with our religious aims and beliefs we must promote economic security the preaching of economic security among us is by no means as widespread and intensive as the circumstances demand so this is specifically from our prophet so just once again returning to that because participating in the uplifting acts the temples out here working to try to open businesses to increase our economic stronghold right you're supposed to be participating in that but if you're not even in the temple you're not even contributing the dues which shouldn't even be a burden at all right you're not even trying to assist in the building of the nation that means that you're not you're not adhering to our own um, free national standards. You're not really participating. You're not really assisting. You're not really helping. And this is something that we're all supposed to be doing right as a collective across the board. These are things that can't be left out. And so if you know, if, yeah, is Islam to be industrious. So if you're not participating in that, <clears throat> you know, there's a problem. All right. Just like I said, if you're not at the holy day meetings, the Sunday school, there's a problem. These are things that are just like required across the board for all true Moorish Americans, for all true. OK, and it's not to be a burden on you. It's just keeping it real. We all need finances. Right. We need land. You eat food. Right. All of those things. And so these are just this is an example of uplifting acts. Right where it says it's the policy of every temple to have a community store and a laundry owned and operated by qualified members of the temple. In all the cities will be found a store or a laundry. Okay, and so that's just one of the examples of the uplifting acts. So if we're not participating in these, but we're, we're out here doing all types of other stuff, right? There's a problem. And so this is why I'm saying like this, 
these are the things that we all should know as Moorish Americans. And that's why also everyone who's a true Moorish American should be in the temple. And, and you can't say that you're not in the temple because the temples are corrupt. <clears throat> Listen, there's going to be corruption. There's going to be issues. You know why? Because we as a people, as a whole, aren't clean up, aren't cleaned up ourselves. Right. Whenever there's a problem, you know, we have to look at ourselves and work on ourselves. And that even goes with the collective. You know, if there's a problem within your household, that doesn't mean you leave your house. Right. So it's the same way with the temple. You have to go in and clean it up. You have to go in and clean it up, because if you don't, who else is who's going to open these businesses and get the land and do all of this work that needs to be done? Who's going to start farming the land and doing all these things that need to be done if you don't do it? Okay, no one's going to do it for you. When are the Moors going to realize this? When are people going to get this as a whole? No one's going to do it for you. And it may not always be easy. Nothing really that's worth it is going to be easy, especially not all of the time. It's going to be some work required. And if <clears throat> you're not willing to get your hands dirty, that means you're putting the work onto your children and grandchildren. You know, and so this is important and it has to be done and taken care of now. So, um. Going back in here too. members must pay their dues and keep in line with all necessities of the more science temple of America. Then you are entitled to the name of faithful. So if you don't have the name of faithful, you are, you haven't really come into the divine covenant. You don't really have the protections that are guaranteed the prosperity that is guaranteed for the faithful. Okay. That's why I was reading the, um, the Bible verses earlier because Allah guaranteed success. He said, I will make the ruler over many things. But why would he make the ruler over many things? Because you're a good and faithful servant. Thou has been faithful over a few things. So <clears throat> not even expecting you to be perfect, but just holding to it, being faithful. Allah guarantees he will be, he will make you prosperous. All right. In your endeavors, in your affairs, you will be prosperous. It's guaranteed. That's how it works. You show faith, you hold to it, you get blessed. All right. Husband, you must support your wife and children. Wife, you must obey your husband and take care of your children. Look after the duties of your household. Sons and daughters must obey father and mother and be industrious and become a part of the uplifting of fallen humanity. So that means we have to be teaching our children. They have to come in and do it. Right. If, if they're not in, if they don't even get it, then it dies with you. They're not even going to take it on. Right. They're going to go out and do the opposite of what they're supposed to be doing. Right. So this is the divine covenant from your holy prophet, noble Drew Ali. This is how you come in. You in first. In your you have to be part of the uplift. You have to get your household in order. That's coming into the covenant. And it's actually, it sounds easy, but that's the biggest part. People have to do this. And so um, anything else that people are out there pushing, it really has nothing to do with the movement. Nothing. And, um, you know, to get specific, some of the things I'd rather not talk about, because some of the stuff that people are pushing is so trifling. That it just like, it, it dumbs down the whole entire level of this broadcast to even speak on it, Right. You know, and it's been spoken on in the past, but, you know, we don't want to go backwards, man. So people that are doing things, encouraging more to do things that put them in a um, 
that put them in harm's way has nothing to do with the movement. Nothing. Okay, nothing whatsoever. People that are saying things that sound nice, making their own thing up, pushing their own thing. But every now and then they'll name drop the prophet or something like that. They need to cease and desist because all they're doing is mixing in their flawed ideology with something that's pure and divine. Right. For those that are outside of this, you you don't understand. You may not care at all. But for us, the Holy Quran, uh, Circle 7 Quran of the Moore Science Temple of America, this these are divine instructions. So when the prophet is giving us these divine instructions, we hold to it. We're not going away from that, right? We as a clean and pure nation descended from uh, the inhabitants of Africa do not desire to amalgamate or marry into the families of the pale-skinned nations of Europe. We're not mixing with Europeans. We're not marrying into their families, right? Why? That would kill the whole point of the movement. Neither serve the gods of their religion. That would be going backwards, not knocking their religion, but for us, that's going in the opposite direction because our forefathers are the true and divine founders of the first religious creed for the redemption and salvation of mankind on earth. Therefore, we are returning the church and Christianity back to the European nations as it was prepared by their forefathers for their earthly salvation. While we, the Moorish Americans, are returning to Islam, we are returning to Islam, which was founded by our forefathers for our earthly and divine salvation. Why? Because we're coming into our divine covenant, the covenant of the great God, Allah. Honor thy father and thy mother that thy days may be longer upon the earth land, which the Lord thy God, Allah, hath given thee. Come all ye Asiatics of America and learn the truth of your nationality and birthrights, because you are not Negroes. Learn of your forefathers ancient and divine creed that you will learn to love instead of hate. We are trying to uplift fallen humanity. Come and link yourselves with the family of nations. We honor all the true and divine prophets. So it's it's about learning to love instead of hate, subduing our own lower self so that we can be the higher version of us. That's that's the the gist of it. That's that's mainly what it's about. Doing the work on ourselves to be the better version of ourselves so that we can truly live in love. We can't love anyone else if we don't truly love ourselves. So we're learning now how to love ourselves, how to be able to trust each other, right? Living off of our divine principles. So if you're more and you don't even know what our five divine principles are, there's a problem, right? We all must learn these. This is the only way to come into truly come into your redemption, right? Excuse me. So um, love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. We all must do... We all must adhere to these divine principles. Our thoughts, deeds, and actions, everything must be must fall within the confines of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Then we can actually trust ourselves. Then we can trust each other. Then we can be a blessing to the entire planet. We're not here to try to down people, to try to make other people feel less than. That's not what this is about. It may even sound like that when I'm reading this, speaking about not marrying. We don't desire to amalgamate or marry into the families of the pale-skinned nations of Europe. We we don't want their religion. We're returning it to them. Well, there's a reason for that, right? The process that it took to get us to where we're at, we have to undo that. We have to return Christianity back to them because it was used, it was weaponized to take our land from us, <coughs> to enslave us, literally, right? And so it has to be given back. 
But at the same time, it's like we're not turning around trying to enslave others, trying to attack others, trying to put other people down. That's not what this is about. We're truly trying to live off of our divine principles. And so when you have people claiming to be Moors, there's there's a guy who's on YouTube all the time. You know, he'll have his fez on claiming to be a grand sheik. And he's always cursing everybody out, talking bad about everybody, um, using like racial slurs, all types of stuff that true Moors do not do. And I'll, you'll even see him acting like he has a temple and, and using the prophet's name. And I'm not going to put his name out there because he's probably not the only one. We're not attacking anyone. Just that type of behavior. If these people are sincere, which I don't see how you can be sincere if you claim to actually follow the prophet. You have to know you're in error. But for those that see this type of activity and are learning from that, you have to understand you, you need to go to the source. The source, if you get the Holy Quran or the Moore Science Temple of America, just reading the documents that are up here, like the divine constitution, you'll see that anyone teaching like that, that anyone speaking like that is in severe error and that they are leading you astray. And if you allow yourself to be led astray, you're putting yourself in harm's way for no reason, no reason at all. Because just by reading what the prophet brought, you see, you see the sincerity in it. You see the purity in it. And you also see who's in error and who's not. Right. Like, um, well, you know, what? I'm not even going to be specific. Just say there's a lot of people out here claiming to be Moors, even some who claim to uphold the prophet. There's even one that's got a big, big book with the prophet on the cover. But then he goes inside of it and he attacks the temple. He goes in there and he speaks bad of the temple, goes against the temple. What did we just read from the prophet about people like that? Right. So if you actually go to the source, which will be the prophet for us, because the prophet of Allah is bringing us divine instructions from Allah. So when you go and you you see how these people are conducting themselves, that protects you. Now, you know, OK, these people, you know, they're, they're doing their own thing. You know, you don't know what to think of them, but you know that you whatever they're teaching is not right. Right. The prophet made it plain and clear that if you don't follow him if you you lose confidence in him go ahead and return to the state where he found you right anyone who holds malicious feelings towards the temple or the prophet right so you got people out there who's you know talking bad about the temple they want to put the prophet of like look if you have these malicious feelings right you're going to receive your reward you might think you're getting by you might think you're on the same road with the true moors but you're not you're on another path the path that leads to destruction. And so this was just put out there just so the Moors know so that we're all on the path to our salvation, right? Earthly and divine salvation. Okay. And so you need to be careful with what you're listening to. That's why I would advise actually going to the temple. And I'm not saying the temples are perfect. Who cares? Get in there and fix it up. It's like if somebody's in your house and, you know, and they're throwing trash and stuff on the ground, you're just going to leave the house. Are you going to clean it up? Even if you have to clean it up yourself and tell them to get out, right? Because it doesn't belong to them, right? You have to do what you have to do. But um, just going back to this, um, once again, just wanted to put that out there for those that are misrepresenting the movement, spreading this info that has nothing to do with what the prophet brought. What, 
what the prophet brought you can see more than likely even if you're new to this just by explaining to you um let's go to the um uh article in here in the morris literature entitled the morris science temple of america <clears throat> why because just by going to that article you can see how pure this is and how it works and this also lets you see who is not really following the um the morris divine and national movement who doesn't really adhere to the divine plan of the ages it's easy to see once you actually go to the source okay so um hang on almost there well this is close enough there was another one but this is close enough so morris leaders historical message to america in connection with the uh i'm not gonna read the whole thing all right let's let's go down a little bit um the object of our organization is to help in the great program of uplifting fallen humanity and teach those things necessary to make our members better citizens you have people speaking ill on this or saying we're not citizens no the prophet set us up to secede okay we have all the protections that we need as citizens now if something even greater is going to be built then it has to be built but you can't pretend you're there yet right because the movement splintered but it's everlasting there's an awakening right now that's occurring so everything was right on time a national organization with the rotarian complexion as it relates to branch temples okay so national with the rotarian complexion so the temples aren't all the same but they resemble each other because they have the same structure and foundation right it became obvious with the increasing number of inquiries from men and women in different sections of the country concerning the purpose of the organization now we still have this occurring today there are Moorish Americans all over the country, even in different nations, even overseas. All right. Um, back then, there were 15 branch temples in different states at that time. During the uh, Since the work of the Moorish Science Temple of America was largely religious, the organization has been legally changed to a religious corporation and an affidavit to this effect has been filed in the Cook County Recorder's Office of Illinois. Okay, so um, I actually wanted to read more Science Temple of America. Uh, it's in here. I can find it. But uh, this is close enough. This is way too long for me to read everything. Um, I would advise you to get a copy of Morris literature. You can um, get one from the temple, which is probably the best idea now, even though you can find it in places like Amazon and stuff. The best um, move is to actually get one from a temple. So that you don't get one that's been that's had stuff added to it, has stuff in there that the prophet didn't even say. That's going to cause more confusion. So I would advise you to get one from a temple. But um, just going back in here. Uh, OK, in connection with our religious aims and beliefs, we must promote economic security going on again, the preaching of it. Economic security is not as widespread and intensive as circumstances demand. No other thing is more needed among us at this time than greater economic power, right? Better positions for our men and women, more business employment for our boys and girls, and bigger incomes will follow our economic security. We shall be secure in nothing until we have economic power. This is a part of the temple. This is a part of our religion, increasing our economic power. A beggar people cannot develop the highest in them. 
nor can they attain to a genuine enjoyment of the spiritualities in life. This should be taught in all the temples because this is actually from the prophet. <clears throat> all right. Um, our men and women should be taught to believe in the capacity of our group to succeed in business. People think that, you know, if, if we doing it, if so-called Negroes doing it right, it's going to be done janky. It's going to be bootleg. You can't really trust it. Right. We, we don't really uh, patronize each other, right? But no, we Moorish Americans are supposed to think differently. We can succeed. Despite what's happened around us, despite what happened in the past, no. We believe in it. We're different. Read carefully the doctrines of the Moorish Science Temple of America. It contains our hopes, aims, rules, and articles of religion. Every member should have a copy. So, um, you know, uh, just read this too in conclusion, right? Going back to the problems of life are largely social and economic. We're not sticking our head in the sand, acting like we don't have to participate in politics. While the prophet, meanwhile, was getting people elected into office. And then people will say, well, that was back when it was a republic or something. And it's like, no, you have to deal with your situation right here and now. Right here and now. The problems of life are largely social and economic. In a profound sense, they are moral and spiritual. Okay, so just going back to this, we deal with it all. We're not ignoring it. We're not pretending there's some magical solution, right? Social. That means politically getting laws made, everything that you need and economic. Not acting like you can just go and take someone's house and land from them, right? You're actually, you know, acquiring land in a lawful manner. Okay. And um, <clears throat> adhering to our divine principles of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, a deeper appreciation for womanhood, right? These are the things that we stand for. And um, if anyone's pushing anything outside of that, run away. And if they're claiming to be, you know, claiming to uphold the prophet or the temple or any way associating themselves like with, you know, what the prophet brought, they are in grave error. And more than likely, they know they are. They're trying to mislead others purposely. You know, there are some people who's actually actively doing that. They don't have to um, stay away. They need to desist immediately. To, you know, to dirty up the movement. And it can't be allowed, right? So, like, this is uh, what I was looking for, the Morris Science Temple of America. I just wanted to read something specific, okay? Um, we of the Morris Science Temple of America, like countless other American citizens, okay, and before we read that too, it is most earnestly hoped that the Morris Science Temple of America will not in any way be confused with any Back to Africa movement, right? That's not necessary for us. We're right here. We're in our homeland, okay? But we of the Morris Science Temple of America, like countless other American citizens, we're not putting anyone else down or acting like just because you're more, everyone's other you. There's no, like countless other American citizens know that we must live together in America in harmony, friendship, and goodwill. If you live off of these principles, if you live off of what the prophet established, you're good. You're not opening yourself up to attack. We noted, like countless other more American citizens, we must live what? Together in America in harmony, friendship, and goodwill. You can't attack that. This is how it is. Harmony, friendship, and goodwill. Whatever our race and creed may be, 
it is only from a purely religious standpoint, it seems at times that we differ from a large number of our fellow Americans. We believe in and foster the Muslim religion. Okay. And that's it. We are interested, once again, economic, freeing ourselves and our children from the greatest plight, economic slavery. We believe this can best be done by encouraging, patronizing, and establishing our own business enterprises and cultivating our own lakers of land. So everyone should read this. Everyone should have the Holy Quran or the Morris Science Temple of America. Islam, sister, uh, what'd you say? Everyone should have that Holy Quran of the Morris Science Temple of America, the Divine Constitution, the uh, Moorish literature, and the 101s, the the Moorish, the Quran questionnaire. And everyone should go and read this. If you've never read this, the Moorish Science Temple of America. And then also what I was reading, um, <clears throat> this gives you the hopes. This gives you the aims. This lets it be known where we stand. Or we're not, we, we know we have to live in harmony, friendship, and goodwill. And then once again, the economic um, the pressure is on to increase our economic power. All right. The greatest plight, economic slavery. We have to, we have to come at this. We have to be taking care of this. So this is what it's about. It's very practical, right? Increasing our economic power, right? We can't even, we can't even attain to our, our potential if we're beggar people. Everyone should read Morris Leader's Historical Message to America. Once again, gives you a detailed understanding of what we're about. And also by default, what we're not about. Everyone should know this. If you don't, I don't know what to tell you because there's more out here that's, you know, leading people astray and putting you in harm's way. Okay? So you must understand this. This is the most important. I'm saying you must not because this is what I think. No, because this is what the prophet brought us. You know, somebody said, how can you say we must live together in harmony? But then you say you can't date or marry someone because of European descent. This isn't what I said. Those are divine instructions from the prophet Noble Drew Ali. Now, when you say living in harmony, does living in harmony mean that you have to marry someone? That you have to, does living in harmony Mean that you you pass up your own your own um, Asiatic brothers if you're a woman or your own Asiatic sisters if you're a man, and and go to get with the Europeans. That's what you have to do to live in harmony with them. You can't be friends. You can't have a, a business relationship, a working relationship with these people. It's like no, <laughs> that's not the only way to live in harmony with somebody is to get married to them, right? You don't have anyone that you're friends with? No. It means exactly as uh, was just said in the chat. You do not abandon your own divine creed and principles. And part of our divine creed is returning to Islam, which was founded by our forefathers for our earthly and divine salvation. And now if you truly are Moorish American and understand the history and how we got into the circumstances that we were in you will understand why it's important that we we um complete this circle this ritual by returning christianity and the church back to the european nations and then not marrying the same people who came <laughs> from 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 the uh the opposite side of the situation that we're in the ones who benefited from us being placed under christianity the ones who benefited 
from us being placed under the papal bull and being declared savages okay and there's nothing wrong with returning to your own all right but i i do understand that the you know the um the programming is deep and it's been ongoing for so long this is why moors need to come into the temple to get unprogrammed to get out of that to wash that mess out of your brain all right because anyone that thinks that the only way to live in harmony with people is to be able to marry them and have sex with them that's not the only way to live in harmony living in harmony means we're not fighting right we're not at war with each other that's it and you don't have to date with most american muslims don't date if you're not getting married you're just playing games out here we have marriage instructions not dating instructions and there's a reason for that because the marriage the divine union is sacred we must hold to this now the europeans not knocking europeans or anyone else but <clears throat> they date they're christian there's no conflict for them to be dating even to be having casual sex there's no conflict for us as moorish american muslims there's a conflict because if you're a moorish american muslim you're not out here trying to run through all these different dudes run through all these different women you're supposed to be getting married now are all muslims married of course not obligated right of course they're not they have to come in and learn we have to return to our divine creed we must learn how to love instead of hate okay so we must come in and learn this you more than likely didn't have parents that were teaching this to you why because they didn't know it we fell astray now it's time to come back in you know and um if you're going to rock the I see you got the bay and have the Moorish flag why not come into the source this is where it came from. You wouldn't have the bay or the Moorish flag if the prophet didn't come and establish this. He didn't just set up the temple and say, "Oh, we're just going to teach y'all." No. They set up businesses in several states. They moved as a unit. They had their own economy. They were becoming autonomous to the point where they could even keep functioning even if the entire country fell around them. This is how the Moors were moving. Or at least getting to that point, getting land, having businesses, and then even this is why the prophet was able to move and 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 he's speaking directly with senators and governors and getting laws and things made for the Moors because he's got numbers, right? And this is why when he traveled overseas, he's seen as a head of state, recognized like that here and also overseas because he had the numbers and they're moving in unit. This is why it was real. And he said this is an everlasting movement. So even though it fell apart, <clears throat> it's coming right back together. So the prophet was right on time. A lot of people would think, well, he was ahead of his time or something, but no, he was right on time because even though it fell apart and they didn't teach us this in school, they don't they don't even talk about this on TV. They tried to avoid this topic. All right? But we're still here and rising. Moore's waking up every day because it's in our DNA. So the prophet was right on time. 2022, we're coming online just out of the blue because it's divine, right? And if you're married to someone who's of European descent, it's that's okay, especially if this happened before you even knew about this. No one's trying to knock that and it's not an attack on anyone personally. 
there's no hatred. We're just saying this is what we teach. And it and it may <coughs> excuse me. So it may be difficult to teach this to children, your children, if you're coming up in a you know in a mixed relationship. It may not, right? But this is what we teach, and we're not gonna stop teaching this because you know, different people are in different situations, right? And if you don't have any problem with that, we'll come on in. But if you do, then I will understand why that would be a conflict, you know? But it's not, you know, coming in and attacking while wow, YouTube's hating, huh? Okay, so um, anybody who's um, subscribed, or even if you're not subscribed, make sure you hit subscribe and hit the little bell button so you can get notifications. Yeah, YouTube is acting crazy though. It's supposed to let everybody know. That's that's wild. But I just want to reiterate that. So um, you know, for people who are members, there's no hate. Okay. Nobody's gonna be hating on you or hating on your husband or wife if they're of European descent. There's no hatred, okay? But we have divine instructions for our earthly and divine salvation. And we can't change that. We can't change what the prophet brought. This is what we teach. We teach this for our posterity, for our prosperity and posterity. This is being taught not just for us, but also for our children and grandchildren so that they can learn to get out of the situation that we're in, of the mess that we're in, <clears throat> okay? And so the mess is not, people being married to other, um, being married to Europeans. No, the mess is us not having control of our own um, communities, right? And nobody's saying that you shouldn't be married to your wife, like be married and you can even come in and be a part of the temple, but no one is saying that we're gonna stop teaching what the prophet brought us. There's no hatred in that, saying that we don't desire to go in that direction, no. On the opposite, these are divine instructions for us to come back into our divine covenant. This is how we got into that situation. If you want a little history, really just like a short, real brief history on this area, North America, um, when the Europeans came over here, a lot of them, well, first off, when the Europeans came and set up their little encampments, right, the so-called Native Americans who um, quiet as kept were us, for the most part, they look like us. There were other people over here too, the ones that they say of the mongoloid stock, but for the most part, it was us. So they smelled the European towns and little encampments. They could smell them from miles away. This is what they said, it's documented history. They could literally smell them from miles away, right? Because the Europeans didn't live like them. They were bringing over their, their um, ways. And like a lot of times when they, you know, were in um, England and Paris, and this is even even um, after the 1400s, they were throwing their feces out the window, right? So I'm just saying this to say the Europeans, um, their camps, the, the Native Americans, so-called Native Americans could smell them, right? They, they didn't, you know, they knew they were there, right? And the Europeans, when they would come into the, um, the indigenous Americans, towns and cities, right? A lot of them tried to go native. And I'm saying this for a reason. They saw how they were living and they felt like it, it was better than, than what they were, you know, how they were living in their little towns and camps, right? The colonists. And so a lot of them went native and they um, married into the tribes. Okay. And so um, that's, that's one thing that happened. And then also 
Um, if you really want to know how the Europeans actually flipped things on us, um, it wasn't so much the military as it was the other aspect of how they came in. And um, the other aspect that they came in was through the missionaries, through the, you know, the spreading of Christianity. They, they um, sold it as, you know, we want to spread the gospel, the good news to you, let you know about Jesus, right? Nothing wrong with that. If that's your pure intent, but that wasn't the pure intent for the most part. And some of the people, missionaries may have felt like that, but they were part of a military operation, which was to convert these people, right? Convert them into Christianity. This will pacify them. This will this will give them a different identity, right? Remember the slave identity wound up creeping in. And this will get them out of their divine covenant. Their divine covenant protects them by by. By honoring their forefathers and foremothers, they're protected. It will keep them in a different mindset so they don't have a foreign mindset. They think for themselves, right? So by this is what the missionaries were really doing. They were part of the military arm. The missionaries would come in, make nice with the indigenous, and they'll, they'll, you know, they'll even act like they're working against the soldiers that are coming in to slaughter them. Yeah, we love you. We want to help you, right? But they're actually coming in, and they were working on their minds. That's the real war. So once they converted their minds, now they're, they're a little more pacified. It's a little easier to take them over. And that's really what it was about. Okay. Um, those who saw the movie Avatar a long time ago know they got another one coming out. And Avatar, they had the military, heavy duty. They had uh, what? They were getting inside of the Avatar bodies, putting their consciousness in it. Right. So both of those sets of people, the military and those scientists, they were all bad guys. None of them were good, you know. Right. But since Europeans made that movie, they made it seem like the hero was the European dude who got in the blue body and he was helping them to work against his own military. Like, yeah, right. That's not how it works. So they there was entrapment either way. OK. And so this is not knocking any one European person. No, this is the structure. We have to get out of that structure. We have to give it back to them. Okay? So to make a long story short, uh, you, for a lady married to a European or a man married to a European, it's no hatred. You, you're doing the right thing, especially you have children together. You're supposed to be married, raising your children together. No one's knocking that. But then, again, as far as the temple is concerned, what we teach, what we practice, what's law, what we want for our children and grandchildren is to not do this anymore. We are returning to our ways, not going to be going back to church anymore. We're returning to Islam for our earthly and divine salvation. OK, and so nobody take this personal. Right. Because there's no hatred. But we have divine instructions that guarantee our success. And as long as we choose to operate outside of that, we are still setting ourselves up for failure. OK, now, personally, you can be prosperous and everything. But as a collective, we have to come into our divine covenant. It protects you. It puts the armor on you. Right. It guarantees your success, your prosperity. And um, this is what we need to do as a collective. It's one of the things that people still haven't done. Right. And so, um, you know, I'm glad those those questions were asked, though. But this is important. People don't know it. That's why you have to come into the temple that's why everybody if you know you, you need to get on the meetings ask these questions 
Ask these questions on the meetings. Get the Quran. Get the uh, Divine Constitution, the Quran questionnaire, and get the Moorish literature. All right? I saw somebody said bees don't marry flies. Right? And look, you know, not knocking you, you know, anyone in particular, please, nobody take that. <laughs> That's You got jokes, man. I wouldn't tell anybody to do that, but, you know, I'm just saying, like, look, don't take it personal. You know, this is just this is um, divine instructions for us. This is law. All right. And we are not going to stop that for anyone else's personal preference. It's just like like if somebody trying to come. Well, it's not the same. But um, I'll give another example. This isn't the same. So don't try to say this is a parallel. But say somebody, you know, is uh, LGBTQ. Right. And they want to come into the temple. Right. Now, um, like right off bat, if you're going to keep it real, you have to let this person know, you know, we have marriage instructions between man and wife, right? Man and woman. And you know, we're not going to change that just because you're LGBTQ, right? You understand that, right? Because we're not going to change this. It's not going to happen. Duties of a husband. But it's talking about a husband with a wife. See, at first... Sins just so nobody could try to confuse that. Well, you could have been a husband and a husband. No, take unto thyself a wife and obey the ordinance of Allah. Then it says it again, take unto thyself a wife and become a faithful member of society. There's no confusion there for us. No confusion. No they, them, he, she, it, er, all, all this other stuff. We No, that's for other people. That's not for us as Moorish American Muslims. There's no confusion, right? It's marriage instructions for man and wife, from the noble prophet. So, you know, people want to come in and learn and listen, you know, um, on the meetings, that's cool, but you're not going to be changing divine instructions. And that's no knock to anyone. It's just, it's not going to happen. These are here for a reason. Obviously, this guarantees our success. And people who've never seen that, go in and read that. Um, check it out. Um, <laughs> marriage instructions for man and wife from the noble prophet. Yeah. And then just to get, once again, like it's not personal. You can't change it. You can't change it. This is one reason why, though, we, we needed to make this video and why I want everybody to please like and share this because there's more out here misrepresenting the movement. They'll tell you it don't matter. Just like like there, there's um there's preachers like Christian preachers who like marry LGBTQ couples, right? They married him, right? We we never doing no mess like that. We're not gonna change and act like chapter 21 don't exist. And anyone, if this is too strict for you, go on somewhere, right? <laughs> if you don't like it, man, I can't get with that chapter 21. They talking about marriage instructions for man and wife from the noble prophet. Man, I don't even I don't even want nothing to do, right? I don't even want nothing to do with the prophet, right? If that's how you feel, go on somewhere. It's just like this. Look, somebody said that dude talking about Moors being citizens. It's like, look, this ain't no knock to you, but you got to go in time out because this not that dude saying that that dude is the prophet. Are you insane? You can't say that dude in refer referring to the prophet. The prophet said that if you got a problem with the prophet, you know what we said earlier, right? Reading from the prophet, you need to turn in your card and button, cease wearing your turban and fez and return to the state where the prophet found you. Right where I the prophet found you. That's what you need to do. 
Don't come in here telling me what somebody else said online or what someone else said who's misrepresenting the prophet. I don't care. They know what they're supposed to do because they're the one misrepresenting it. They probably leading people astray on purpose. They know they're supposed to return to their Negro state, but they don't want to because they got some kind of scheme they pushing and you following right along or you pushing that stuff yourself and you know better. Right. I ain't the one that said that the prophet said this, but you going against it. So that means, you know, you can't get with this. You need to return to the state where the prophet found you. You lost confidence in them. Right. I don't care what you found online or what somebody else said. That's that's that other mess. That's what this whole video is about. We're we not with that. Right. Islam, peace to the Moors in Miami. OK. So and, you know, for the brother said, maybe you Blackstone, maybe. I mean, you know, Blackstone, that's, that's a gang organization that has nothing to do with something that's holy and divine and not knocking the Blackstones. It's just it is a street organization. That's not that's not what the prophet brought. If you're true, you're coming into the temple, you're cleaning yourself up. And if that's a problem, you know, whatever, you know, that's just like I was saying, you know, somebody LGBT could. TQ, I can't get with 21 marriage instructions from man and wife from the noble prophet. I can't get with that. Well, kick rocks. Who cares? <laughs> you know, it's not what I said. This is what the prophet said. Anybody got problems with this? I can't get with that because it says we're not trying. We don't desire to amalgamate or marry into the families of the pale skin nations of Europe. Well, guess what? I think majority of the people on here are going to be like, okay, if that's a problem, right? That's why it's in there. That's another reason why it's in there, because if this is going to be a problem for you, like that's why I said the thing about teaching the children like this is what we're teaching ourselves this is what we want our children and grandchildren to do. I'm not doing all this. And then my daughter is going to go and marry a European. That's not ideal. That would mean she's going against it and she don't care about the divine covenant. We're teaching this to our children. So if they go against it, you know what I'm saying? That means they don't care. It's gone. We did it for nothing. Right. And then if you in a um, mixed relationship and it's difficult for you to teach that to your children. Then that means you you don't need to be in here anyway, because you you're going to have confl conflicts with what the prophet brought. It's just like with the marriage instructions with man and wife. They, if they're going to have problems like like, t you know, teaching this the, and, and propagating the faith, then they need to kick rocks. We're not softening this up for people because they're following the, the ways of, the, you know, of man. We're not. Right. And that was disrespectful for that dude to come in here talking about the citizen. Whoa, that dude said citizen like that dude is the prophet. How? How can how can you even do that, man? These boys ignoring what the prophet said. They, that's what this whole thing is about. So everybody watching. Make sure you click like and share. We come in, you know, to teach the truth and to, um, you know, to to spread the true teachings of the prophet, not the, you know, mixed race, confusing craziness that all these other people are teaching. And this ain't knocking people in, the, you know, in different relationships and stuff. You could do that. But, um, you know, especially you already in that relationship. It's not knocking that. This is just getting to the source, man. If that's a problem, a conflict, that's going to make it hard for you to adhere to our law, to teach this, right? Then this ain't for you. And it's not my decision. It's just what people are honestly admitting themselves, right? 
Like this is like me. Like if I'm up here and I'm married to a European and I see this, we as a clean and pure nation descended from the inhabitants of Africa do not desire to amalgamate into the pale skin, the families of the pale skin nations of Europe, right? If that's a problem, I need to go on somewhere. This ain't for me. <laughs> you know, this is not a problem for me. And and if it's a problem, then this ain't for you, right? Because we ain't gonna change it. And, and the, for those Moors that are out there trying to remix what the prophet brought, you can kick rocks. We're not changing it. We're not changing it for any of y'all. You just like that dude, he's got put in time out in here talking bad. The prophet said that we are citizens and you got a problem with that? You can kick rocks. Nobody cares either because we're not remixing what the prophet brought for somebody else. Or because maybe because somebody you like said the opposite of what the prophet said. I don't care. We rock with the prophet, period. Yes, Lord um, Baal is another name for uh, Lord Bay because Baal was a Canaanite god. And a lot of the Canaanites took on that name Baal, Bay, which became Bay as their last name, El and Baal. So El and Baal were both Canaanite gods. And they both, um, both basically insinuate lordship, rulers of the land titles of nobility all right but you got people want to rock with those titles of nobility but they not even coming into the divine covenant so you on the outside looking in you got a problem with the divine covenant because it's we got you know instructions divine instructions that we're going to adhere to and don't care if other people can't get with it <laughs> you know don't care right that religious stuff is hard for some people well oh well kick rocks we muslims we practice islam or um islamism and we're not gonna stop it's holy day more so let me get on off of here but i do ask that everybody click the like and share button okay this isn't um you know a, an attack on anyone in particular but um this is put out there to diffuse a lot of the faulty information that's been shared over the years has been misleading people over the years. We want to get back to the source. We want to get away from that because, you know, just, I mean, we, we want to clear things up. It's Holy Day. We want to clear things up and make it understood who we are and um, where we come from and to um, to put everyone else on notice too, man. All the more spreading that, that, um, that trash acting like it has something to do with the prophet y'all need to go on somewhere right there's no more love for that because you know it's just been leading people astray so we're getting back to the source and this is what we did too in here go back if you didn't see the whole thing we listed the source and for Morris to um you know to uh to go to get the quran to get the quran questionnaire to get the uh the um moorish literature right and um am i leaving anything else out did i say divine constitution to get the divine constitution okay and it's like dude you gone you're about to here right you're doing and, and just to put that out there again for those who are you know following faulty information you're supposed to return that that card and button that fish you're supposed to stop with the with trying to wear the fez and turban and rock the l in the bay you're not a true more you don't follow the prophet. That's what it is. I didn't make that up. 
And um, there was a question asked about elaborating on the difference between Ellen Bay. Just briefly, um, Ellen Bay are basically Moorish names, right? It's not our free national name, but they are national Moorish names. The free national name is just Moorish American. Real simple. But um, these are basically the national Moorish names that the prophet established our nation on. Um, we, we just annex it to our last name. That's it. And that signifies that we are citizens of the nation established by our prophet. So the people rocking the L in the Bay, they need to go on somewhere, put a day or Al, you know, people got Al and they do that, do something else. The prophet established this. How you going to rock the flag and have the L or Bay that the prophet established, but you don't want to abide by the divine instructions that bring you into the divine covenant. You were on the outside, but you want to, you know, do you. So, um, you know, it, the prophet established this, and that signifies that we're citizens of the nation. Here, stuff doing all stuff that had to do with the prophet's movement, right? And it also it represents spiritual transformation and awakening that's taking place in your life. And the bay means governor. Bay refers to governing abilities with the spirit and um, the character of man. And then L means God or creator. And that refers to the creative abilities within the spirit, soul, and character of man. And then these names also represent the keys to our vast estate. Why? Because you must come back into the ways of your ancestor to come into your divine covenant, right? Earthly and spiritually. Right. And so just um, hopefully that explained it um, briefly. But just going back to this, that's why these these fakers out here, they rock in the elevator, knowing that the prophet brought it or not knowing that the prophet brought it. And, and they're out here doing all kinds of stuff that has nothing to do with the Moorish movement. And then these same fools, like when they get in trouble, they want Moors to come and, you know, come to their court case or something to make it look like they got a lot of friends, make it look like they have a nation. Right. It's like, no. Now, y'all by yourself, okay? So on that note, everybody, click that like and share button. Click that like and share button. Uh, gratitude, McKinney L, for sharing that in the chat, right? Um, it's, it's no hatred. It's no anger. But there's things that need to be cleaned up, okay? Somebody said, okay. So I guess we can answer one more question. Uh, does it matter which temple? I was told Temple 43 is the only true temple. Um, you know, um, a lot of Moors will say that their temple is the only true temple or the only official temple. You know, and um, when people say stuff like that, you know, I try not to look at them sideways, but just giving you the gist of what I take to think of it. Like, we the only ones. We the true ones. It's like, okay, so that means y'all got moors all over the nation, right? Because I'm thinking like what the prophet had. So that means you have you have temples all over and all of your temples have businesses. Let, let me bring that that uh article back up from the Moors God. Right. Right. So uh that means all of your temples, they're all over the, the country, and they all have like, you know, maybe not a laundry store anymore. People don't you don't have as many laundromats as you used to, but all of y'all have, a, um, you know, at least a grocery store, right? You have a community store. You you have little dollar stores or something. You got some businesses going on. You got economics in all the cities where all your temples are. 
right? And y'all moving as a unit. You got thousands of members, right? Because if they're going to say that they're the only temple, you know, then like, okay, so that, because you got to look at like, there's very practical reasons why what the prophet did carried weight. It wasn't just because of who he was and how he dressed and stuff like that. It's because like from a practical standpoint, all right, and and um, the prophet set up temples in several different states. And in every city, they had businesses, right? You see that it says in all the cities will be found a store or a laundry. And this was even before he set up the Supreme Grand Council. He set that up last. So in all of the cities, they had stores or laundry. They had stores and markets. In some cities, two and three stores and markets. They were generating finances locally. And then they also had a national treasury. So the temples are paying like a per capita tax. They're sending a you know, smaller amount of finance to the national treasury. So they're building a national treasury, plus the temples locally got dough. And they have members so they can they can affect their local elections. Then they can also, since he's getting it nationally, they can affect national elections. So they have power and weight. Plus, they're not beggars because they, they have businesses. So they have their own finances. So if somebody try to try to say, oh, we're not going to work with y'all, we can do it ourselves. These are the practical reasons why it worked. People want to skip over that. Act like it's because of how he filed. Get on somewhere. Those people are people who don't want to do any work, okay? It's this very practical reasons why it works. So they had temples in all these different states, and they had businesses in every city where there was a temple, and they're building finances, and they're smart enough to build it up locally, I mean nationally, right? That That's like us today. We have all these African-Americans, so-called African-Americans, got businesses bringing in money, <coughs> but we, we don't we don't have a national treasury just for us. That's why what the prophet did was powerful, right? And then they, nationally, you know, we move as a unit on certain issues. That's why what the prophet did was real. So if anybody telling me they're the only true one, not knocking that temple, just saying that they saying they're the only true one, that means they moving like the prophet, right? And since, you know, the answer is probably no, then there you go. There's your answer. They're not... They don't have businesses all over the country and got finances locally and nationally, got everybody moving in one unit locally and nationally. It's splintered and it's not going to get like that until we come in and make it like that. All right. And so anybody trying to act like it's because of how they're set up legally and all this stuff, they they acting like that's all the prophet did. Like he do all this physical work. And you know why he was able to do this and to get it up and moving in just a short amount of time? Just a few years. He got it popping and they're bringing in all this money and they have all these thousands, that, uh, like over 35,000 members. Okay? So the reason he was able to get that, and that 35,000 um, back in the 20s, there was like, there was 109 million people in the country. So that means... Today, there's over 330 million. So that means you're talking about like instead of 35,000, you're talking about having like 115, 120,000 members at least just to even say you moving like the profit. All right. So there's a lot of work to do and not splintered and everybody has different leadership now moving in one direction. All right. So the profit 
was faithful. That's why I was reading this scripture earlier, right? He was faithful and that's why he prospered. That's why the nation prospered and that's why it hasn't prospered since then. He was faithful, right? Thou has been faithful over a few things. And he says, I will make thee ruler over many things. So by being faithful, Allah has to bless you. He has to prosper you. That's how it works. Faith and then prosperity. And um, this is why, you know, anyone saying they the true anything, they not faithful. They not prospering. And if they are, then cool. They are true. But if not, now they they faking the funk or they, they working to get there, hopefully. So that I hope that brings some clarity to it. That also goes to more misrepresenting the movement. Right. Because if they trying to tell you they the real temple and they saying it's because of how we structured, it's because of our lineage. It's because of the lineage, really. So you want to act like all this stuff that the prophet did and what made it official, it was because of how he set it up legally? Really? You going to tell me that the reason how the prophet set it up from a paperwork perspective, that's why it's powerful? You going to tell me this policy? This is a policy that every temple is to have a community store and a laundry. Two businesses in all cities will be found a store and a laundry and some are two or three stores and markets. So you don't think them having two or three stores in every every city there's a temple in, that that's the reason why the prophet's movement worked? He held faithful to Allah's plans, to Allah's divine instructions. That's why he was faithful. And, and that's why I was reading from the prophet's words where he said economic security, economic power over and over again. The preaching of economic security. These are the prophet's words. He built the businesses or the Moors followed his instructions and built businesses in every every city. There was a temple and that's why it prospered. And the Moors moved in one direction. They held faithful. They listened to their leadership. That's why it prospered. You can't have all this splintering and all these people claiming to be the only ones and official heads. That is lunacy. That is if for Moors to keep following it, to continue following it, then that means Moors will continue to suffer. Moors will not prosper until they move as the prophet moved. Not as such and such said, as this leader said. No, as the prophet moved. Go to the source. And the leaders who don't follow the prophet, get them out. Period. And if we do that, we will prosper overnight. And if we don't, it'll continue to be what it is, where even your own children want nothing to do with it. Okay, they they rather follow Juice World, that rapper that, that OD'd on whatever drugs he was doing. They'll think that's cooler than than this, and that that should be that should like make everyone want to get right because that's foolishness, that's lunacy. So um, once again, make sure you click like and share. Um, these aren't just my words. I'm just interpreting what the prophet brought. You can go to the source yourself and and make sure that I'm not leaving anything out. And um, I'll go back and share the titles of everything in the description. So make sure you come back to the description. Make sure you share this a couple of times. And on that note, Morris, let's get on up out of here. Peace and love. Make sure you check out our sponsors. Hello.